often wear many hats in life. Mother, daughter, wife, ex-wife, caregiver, mom taxi, chief cook and bottle washer. In most cases, we're doing all this while holding down a full-time job or even running our own companies. It's often high pressure and most always involves stress. Welcome to Sprinting to Success, a podcast dedicated to women in high-stress professions where we'll discuss how to manage the stress at work and at home so you can feel happier, healthier, and more successful. And now, here's your host, Esme Lawrence. Welcome. You're listening to Sprinting to Success podcast. My name is Esme Lawrence. Last week, I talked about my desire to lose weight and get back to my ideal weight. However, in this episode, I'm asking the question, is motivation enough? I feel motivated to get back into shape, not to become an Olympian again, but to reach my ideal weight. I watch the fantastic series of videos on motivation on YouTube. However, my favorite is called Best Motivational Speech Compilation by Motiversity. If you ever watch these videos, you'll be motivated to take action. But here's the thing, is motivation enough? But before I tell you more, here's my bio. I am a two-time Olympian in track and field. I am an international best-selling author of two books. My latest book is called How to Embrace Challenges, Step Into Your Power. I'm a blogger on my website, esmelawrence.com. I'm also the host of this podcast, Sprinting to Success, which is focused on helping professional women and women working in high-stress jobs to overcome life's challenges and stressors. I'm a success coach and I help my clients to start a journey of transformation from feeling overwhelmed to creating a happier and more successful life. Now back to my talk. So what happens when our motivation wears off? What will keep us going to the gym, writing our book, win that race, or get that job? To keep our motivation going, we must know what we want and why we want it. We must be laser focused on what we want. Jim Rohn once said, When you know what you want and want it badly enough, you'll find a way to get it. Sometimes we don't go after what we want because we're afraid to fail. So don't be discouraged by failure. We all know how hard it is to reach our goals. We fail to pass that test, fail to write that book, fail to lose weight, fail to win that race, and fail to get that job. Well, we're in good company. Many successful people had failed before they succeeded. Have you heard of Sir James Dyson? I have one of his bagless vacuum cleaners. You might have one too. According to an article by Sebastian Kipman called 15 highly successful people who failed on their way to success. Sir James Dyson failed more than 5,126 times during the 15 years he was trying to create the winning vacuum cleaner. Today, his net worth is $4.5 billion. Thomas Edison's teacher called him stupid. He went on to hold more than 1,000 patents, including the electric lamp. Edison said, I didn't fail. I just found 10,000 ways that didn't work. Oprah Winfrey was a TV anchor in Baltimore when she was fired from her job. We all know what Oprah became. Oprah once said, There is no such thing as failure. Failure is just life trying to move us in another direction. Thank you for that excellent article, Sebastian Kipman. So don't attach failure to your personality. When you fail at something, 
Don't think that you are a failure because you didn't fail. As Henry Ford said, failure is opportunity to begin again more intelligently. We can see that failure is not a bad thing if it keeps us working. If Sir James Dyson, Thomas Edison, and Oprah Winfrey, and many other successful people had given up, we wouldn't know about them today. And their inventions and greatness would have been lost. So what keeps successful people going day in and day out is that they have a burning desire to succeed and they resist temptation to give up. Here are five ways to keep us motivated. Number one, know the why. We need to ask ourselves, why are we doing this? And be clear about what we want. We all stumble in life's journey, but knowing our why will keep us going when we hit the roadblocks. Your why must be big and meaningful that you get up early in the morning, excited and ready to do what you need to do to fulfill your goals. You must want it so bad that you'll work for it. Success is the only option and you will work at it until it happens. Ellen Johnson Sirleaf, the first female African president said, the size of your dreams must always exceed the current capacity to achieve them. If your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. Our why and big dreams will be the driving force that get us out of bed to study for an exam, write our book, and go to the gym. Knowing our why will keep us going when motivation wears off. Number two, visualize the end. In our minds, we picture accomplishing our goals. Bob Proctor said, thoughts become things. If you see it in your mind, you will hold it in your hand. So if we want to be a speaker, we say, I am a speaker. And we picture ourselves speaking in front of a large audience. If we intend to lose weight, we imagine ourselves wearing that beautiful dress at the weight that we want to be. If we're going to write that book, we see ourselves as Amazon bestselling author. It doesn't matter if we are not there yet. We can focus on the prize, picture the results, and keep working. Number three, write it down. We write down our whys so we don't get distracted. We record it in our journal. Why we want to succeed and what will happen if we don't reach our goals. We put a sticky on our bathroom mirror or our bedroom door or place a screenshot on our phone where we can see it all the time. We need to keep our goals foremost in our minds. Number four, find intrinsic motivation. In our article, Intrinsic Motivation, Why We Do Things, Kendra Sherry spoke of behavior that was driven by the thoughts of internal rewards. In other words, we behave in a certain way because it's naturally satisfying for us. Contrast this with extrinsic motivation which makes us behave in certain ways to earn external rewards or to avoid punishment. Kendra says control is one factor that increases intrinsic motivation. People want control over themselves and their environment, and they want to determine what they pursue. Thank you, Kendra Sherry, for that excellent insight. As a former elite athlete, I had an intrinsic motivation for running. I ran because I love how it makes me feel. When I was running, I felt like the wind, free, strong, and fast. I didn't run because of wealth or fame. In fact, for many years, I ran without getting any money. However, running allowed me to travel to different countries and to meet lots of amazing people. Now that I'm getting older, 
I still love to exercise because I want control over my body and I want to stay healthy. Therefore, I must get back to my ideal weight because I am an athlete and working out is a lifestyle for me. When I was writing my book, I said, I am an author. And what do authors do? They write. Therefore, what is your I am statement? What is your intrinsic motivation? Number five, use positive self-talk. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go after our goals. We have to believe we're worth it. We deserve to win in life, to win at writing our book. So let's shut down any negative mindset that tells us we can't do it. Les Brown said, there's greatness in you and you've got to learn to tune out the critic inside. Since we don't know how much time we have left on this earth, let's not wait to start. So work every day doing the boring things that you need to master to be successful. And remember, enjoy the journey. Thank you for listening to Sprinting to Success podcast. Thank you again and have an amazing day. listening to Sprinting to Success with your host, Esme Lawrence. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. For more information about Esme and to hear other episodes of the show, go to EsmeLawrence.com. That's E-S-M-I-E-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E.com. The information in this podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional or medical treatment or advice. Always seek advice from your health care provider.